the best minds in wrestling today, and you damn well know it by now. We know more than Google, always have, always will. New show, bigger, better, badder, brother. Twice as famous, twice as rich. 2.0, here we go. Start the damn show already. What's up, everybody? It's me. It's me. It's the J-A-T-double-B. And I am actually joined by my co-host this week. Superstar James Starring. He scream until they cream. That's right. Jamie Jim Garvin is in the house. Um, he's been um, off the grid. He's been working like a dog. He's been hanging out with Roadkill. I can't, I mean, you guys can't imagine how hard Jamie works. I get mad thinking about it, that people <laughs> don't work as hard as Jamie does, man. He's the hardest working person in the world. I'm about to get mad just thinking about everyone else. But welcome back to the show, Jamie. Yep, good to be back. Been a, been a busy 10 days, uh, a lot of work going on, a lot of, uh, I learned, I learned how to um, make a shelter out of palm leaves from roadkill. It was pretty cool. Pretty good weekend with him. Uh, we got some news coming up about him. Seems like he's in a real good spot. Um, breaking news though. I got a gym membership, uh, gym with a pool and a workout room and a climbing rock thing, wall guy. I've got all the stuff. So with a climbing wall, <laughs> yep, I'll be doing some of that climbing. No, I'm not climbing shit. Uh, Jamie's good buddy Joel has moved out there trying to get Jamie in shape. And uh, um, so, hey, Denver Grinder, watch out. Joel's in town. <laughs> um, now, on a for real note, Joel did pull these rocks out of his pocket and say they're uh, spiritual stones. <laughs> uh, he really did. <laughs> All right. Well, I just looked at him and I go, I didn't know it was going to be like this. You got to go. No, he'll fit in just fine out there, you'd think. Yeah, all the hippy dippies. Yeah, that's great, man. Um, I'm be- looking very forward to seeing that new body in Vegas. Me and Jamie just yep. down at the pool, just making people sweat. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm kind of worried about Vegas. I don't think there's going to be enough women for anybody. I don't think anybody, I think nobody, all the women in Vegas are going to be with us all weekend. Yeah, it's a damn shame. Yeah, well, for everyone else it is, for us, nah. (laughs) All right, we're going to get right into this because we have a lot to go over, man. We had a million people, well, not a million, but a lot of people come on to break down WrestleMania New York, WrestleMania weekend. I counted, has 47 shows over a, a five-day period, so there's a lot to break down. We broke down it all, no problem, and we're going to start with uh, NXT TakeOver and Matt Cole right after we hear from our sponsor. So our first preview for the whole WrestleMania weekend, we are going to break down NXT TakeOver New York, not TakeOver Brooklyn, TakeOver New York, and um, me and Jamie have brought on for this, our good buddy, Matt Cole. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Up, Matt? Uh, Matt Cole, a.k.a. Positive Pat. <laughs> Probably the True. 
nicest human being walking planet Earth. <laughs> uh, so, pro WWE for life. Yeah. He's just a happy son of a bitch. And uh, we're happy to have him on. I appreciate it, guys. Um, I'll, I promise I didn't bring any Ashley Mazzaro questions along with me this time. Um, a little throwback to the MPH 1.0 there. So, yeah, man. Yeah, who won? Who won that trivia, man? Who, who won, won that won trivia? That? Yeah. Well, who, who's reigning can you, champion? Can you ask me the question again so I can think about the answer? <laughs> that's a that's a throwback. There you go. Uh, yeah, then there you have it. Me reigning champion of trivia. Yeah, for those of you who uh, weren't didn't listen to version one, um, me and Jamie had a trivia contest hosted by Matt, to which Jamie took about fifteen minutes to answer every question, so he could do it. Right. I still won, though. I still answered more questions. Yeah, with it, you still won. Yeah, I cheated, yeah. but I still won. Oh god. Either way, it was a, it was a good time. That was a good throwback. It was, man. We ought to do some more trivia at some point. So. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I, we're gonna need a video on Jamie, though. <laughs> do, do you do you want video of Jamie? Yeah, actually, we get a lot of requests for video of Jamie. <laughs> so I hear he's looking uh, he, he's looking good. He's doing cleanses and he's drinking Lacroix and uh, yeah, he's getting in Las he's, Vegas he's, shape. Yeah, he's trying to be Kenny Omega. Yeah, I'm gonna look like the goddamn rock by July. <laughs> <laughs> you wait oh, and see. Jesus. I can't wait to see it. But yeah, let's talk about Takeover. Yeah, yeah. T- takeover yeah. New York. Um, not Takeover Brooklyn for some reason. Uh, but it is from Barclays. Traditional five matches, all championship matches. We have Shayna Baszler versus Ayo Sheree versus Bianca Blair versus Kyrie Sane. Fatal four-way for the women's championship. We have Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle for the North American championship. We have Pete Dunne versus Valter for the UK championship. We have the War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricochet for the tag team championship. And we have Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, two out of three falls for the NXT championship. This uh, NXT takeover the last couple of years has traditionally become the must watch show of the weekend, really. And um, like blows many out of the water, but definitely has been blowing every other show of the weekend out of the water. This is a stat card. Uh, we'll start with Matt. Matt, what are you looking forward to? What do you think about this show? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to that show more than anything next weekend, um, for sure. Um, got a chance to go to a takeover on Mania weekend when it was in Dallas, and it remains one of the best wrestling shows I've ever been to live. And I'm really happy that they moved it to Friday night um, to give us a day to kind of decompress before we watch the marathon on Sunday. And, uh, <laughs> um, but what I'm looking forward to the most is probably, um, Riddle and Velveteen Dream, just because I love Velveteen Dream so much. And I really like Riddle. Um, I know you knew more of Riddle before he was NXT. NXT's kind of introduced me to him. So that's all I know of him. I hadn't watched him much before. Um, 
It's, so, ba- it's basically the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I just I love Dream. Um, I think he's great. Um, and I can't. I still we talked about it before. I can't believe how young the guy is. And I hope they continue to just let him mature a bit before they rush him up. And you know, he's doing house shows or 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 super show or on Saturday morning. So <laughs> yeah, he's super young and. I actually um, will have um, on another segment, I know, a discussion with a guy who was uh, brought up the fact that he's not a big Velveteen Dream fan. And he uh, basically just said that Velveteen Dream uh, copies old wrestlers to get like cheap pops um, and uh, just a mixture of like Prince and nostalgic wrestling. And he doesn't really have any talent. So what, what, as a big fan of Elventine, what do you like about him? See, those are those are some of the things I do like. Um, I like that he's not afraid to pay homage to some of those guys. I don't care if he's getting a cheap pop. Think of some of the dumb shit we've seen people get cheap pops for through the years. Um, I don't mind him paying homage to them. And you know, did the did the figure four on the ring post, um, which was amazing. I think he. And Ricochet helped tear it down at that ladder match at TakeOver last year before Mania. Um, I just think he's done well with what they've given him. And he's not – I don't think he's afraid to try weird, dumb, awkward things. And that that kind of stuff always just appeals to me. So Yeah, I mean, I, I can see where – I can see where that guy's coming from. But also, like, I agree with what you said, Matt, like, Dream is just, he's being goofy. You know, fans like that kind of shit now. It's not, like, you can just go out and, I mean, tons of other people have done it. I mean, I remember Big Show coming out and being, like, Shokishi and the Showster. And then, uh, you know, uh, Sandow coming out and doing the different gimmicks. And there's just a lot of, there's a lot of way, there's a way you can do it where it's professional and fun. And it's not like, you're not ripping them off or, uh you know, trying to get cheap pop. I mean, anybody in NXT, the fans just chant the entire time anyway. So you're just going to get pop no matter what. Like I just watched the last NXT episode and they chanted for the first 30 minutes. They just chanted, uh, Johnny wrestling, Adam Cole. It didn't matter what happened. Oh God. I'm glad you mentioned that because there was a guy in the crowd that was chanting, for he was chanting Johnny wrestling and pumping his fist and he's wearing an undisputed era t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just people just chant nowadays wrestling fans are god awful but like yeah chants, like chants are dream. terrible <laughs> I was like oh my god this guy it just it rubbed me all sorts of wrong um, and that match is I think it's the most anticipated match I think it's a match that has a chance to go above and beyond and I mean I see Matt Riddle winning this match uh, and beating Velveteen Dream, and then I do. I don't know how young is how young is he, Velveteen Dream? I think he's twenty three now. When we first talked about it, we couldn't believe that he was like twenty one, twenty two. But I think he's up. I think he's twenty three now. Yeah, I mean that's pretty young nowadays. Like, well, I I brought up when we were having this conversation with a guy who didn't like him. he dream like connects with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can do that. 
not everyone yeah. can get that kind of reaction for basically doing nothing. And, and he, he connects with the crowd very well. He has a lot of charisma, super young. He's a at least average worker in the ring. I mean, I think he's pretty good, but yeah. I mean, he's so young. He's got so far to go. Um, you can't teach that connection with the crowd though. So for him to have that, I mean, I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it, like they, you know, they showed that, bit where ricochet runs and flips out of the ring and lands when they had their little uh you know their little fight they had and uh but it was i think dream's reaction to ricochet flipping out of the ring there sold that as much as him flipping out of the ring and landing you know and there's just little things like that that i pick up on that you're right they can't like you can't teach that so yeah he's a much better i mean he's he's a good wrestler but he's he's a better showman yeah that makes sense like he understands the product he understands how to tell a story uh which a lot of people don't you know it's kind of like the opposite of a shelf benjamin who's a great wrestler who can't talk on the mic who just had no personality at all you know uh yeah you can also tell that he loves it and he loves it. He's yeah. a he's fan. He's been a fan growing up. He's a huge fan overall, and um, not everyone is, especially now. Did you guys watch the Tough Enough that he was a part of? Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, I mean, th- there that came to a head a little bit in the on that show. Like he was calling the others out about their lack of passion. Um, now yeah. again, that's a reality show, and maybe they told him to sell that and and play it out. But I I think. Mm-hmm. Matt and them reality really, shows, you know it. Yeah, no, God, I don't you watch, watch all them dude, shows. I don't. Watch them <laughs> I honestly don't. Uh, that might be the last one I ever did. So, yeah, no, I mean, no, I remember that as well. And you, you can tell he loves it. Um, I like him. I think this is gonna be a good match. Riddle, um, he's their styles are real different, so it's gonna be interesting yeah. to me. Uh, Velveteen Dream is like a more traditional WWE style. Mm-hmm. And Riddle is more of like uh like MMA hybrid uh style. So um it'll be interesting how they match up, but both dudes have a lot of charisma, both fan favorites. It should be a really fun match. Uh yeah. Jamie, is that the match you're most looking forward to or you got another one? Uh I mean it's gonna be a good match. I I I'm not I'm more looking forward to the title match just because I wanna see actually there's two matches that are kind of tied. Um, I have Riddle win in that match, but Velveteen Dream, I mean, just to cap that off, like, you do what you do to get over. You got to make money. And if he's over with the crowd, then fuck anybody who's got shit to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the last thing you want as a wrestler is zero reaction at all. <laughs> I know. So. Um, but I'll go with one of them. I really want to see Pete Dunn versus Walter. Uh, I don't. To me, that might steal the show. I, I say uh, Riddle and Velveteen Dreams the most anticipated, but this match might steal the show. Um, pretty excited. I don't. I don't really know how many times have, have these guys ever like had a huge match before. Um, they've crossed paths, but not not on this level, not on this stage. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I don't think I ever remember them. Like I can't remember them fighting. Like. 
I don't know. I just I've never seen them wrestle each other, so I'm pretty excited to see this match. I think it has a chance to do. I mean, I think it has a chance to go above and beyond and just be a wonderful match. Uh, both guys are great. Uh, both guys take pride in what they do in the ring. I love both characters. Uh, so for me, and I mean that match might kick off the show. I'm not real sure what order the matches are. I haven't looked at like the actual card, like if there's an order yet, but. Uh, I see that match might even kick off the show and kind of get the crowd going, and it might be pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. Oh, I mean, Pete Dunn versus Walters. Like you said, it's a show-stealing match. I think it's going to be incredible. Um, Walter has had a few squash matches on NXT UK, but this is his first big match for them. And uh, Pete Dunn always performs well. So, I, I mean, it definitely could steal the show on what is a really good card. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I that was – I'm glad you brought it up because that's the one that I was going to say will probably be the best match of the night. Um, I think my – me marking out for Velveteen is the only reason that, that, that I look more forward to that match. Um, what I don't want to see is – is this be the only match between the two of them for, for that UK championship? Um, I don't want to see, you know, Walter win, which I think he will. And then them flush done down the tube on SmackDown or something or after WrestleMania, you know what I mean? I think, I think that they have, I think that that matchup could go all summer, you know what I mean? And maybe even wrestle again at takeover before SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they – I mean, you would hope that they would do that at least for a NXT UK takeover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but – I wouldn't mind seeing a few matches, you know, like go both ways and then a rubber match, you know. At this point, I don't want anyone ever called up to the main roster. <laughs> so, hopefully Pete yeah. Dunn doesn't get called up. But See, I think Walter's going to win, and I think Dunn is going to get called up. Because I think it's That's, long overdue I, for him. I think it's time they're gonna. They're definitely gonna do it. Um, uh, maybe they don't do it right now, but I. I just feel like he's gonna be called up after this match. So this might be like a special one-time thing, actually. So. So there we have it: Velveteen and Pete Dunne lose, and they are a tag team on SmackDown the next night. So. Ugh, yeah, they're <laughs> <a> be <little bit laughs> surprised. <laughs> What do you think their names will be? The new new rockers? Uh, no, it'll just be Pete and Teen. They got to shorten it. So P Teen. P Teen. There you go. What if they do Piatine and create a new <laughs> uh, protein powder? <laughs> I mean, all of this is is highly likely for WWE. So it really is. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they may just make Velveteen Dream be Coco Beware's son and wear a parrot. <laughs> And Pete Dunn might be the new Hornswoggle. Who knows? Yeah, I uh, hope I hope neither of them ever go. Dream is actually probably a top candidate to go, but yeah, yeah. Um, the I hope war they just let him marinate there, though. You know, the War Raiders versus uh, Black and Ricochet is interesting. What do you guys think about a, t- a non-traditional tag team as, as far as like you know they don't really they just kind of got put together winning. Uh, Dusty Rose Classic and then getting a title shot but I, while being on the main roster. I just think they had to do it because they didn't really have any other option. Uh, and they just stuck 
and they just put Ricochet and Black in there to just put the the Raiders over, put War Machine or War Raiders, whatever you want to call them, put them over. Uh, I don't see any chance in the world Ricochet and Black winning that match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see. I almost choked right there. <laughs> On what? Semen? Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Just covered in it. Some some Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, now I'm drinking one of these uh, bubblies. You ready mm. for that? You ready? Oh, there it is. There it is. Damn. I'm going to have to get me a, make me a cocktail with one of these bubblies. I didn't realize how um, how that was how much of a staple that was for our show, but a couple of people I did segments with uh, were all ready to crack a beer open on the show. Well, I mean, they obviously can't drink like we do, and everybody wants to be like us, so I don't see why they wouldn't want to be a part of what we do. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Matt laughed after you said that. No, I'm here. <laughs> I was uh, I was drinking this key lime Lacroix. Oh, I got some of those myself. Yeah, so I'm doing. Um, it tastes like lime doing, skittles. Um, I went with something new. I went with bubbly blackberry, bubbly, and a little bit of whiskey. Yeah, old 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 Blos of Cole likes to throw a little vodka in his uh, lime Lacroix. Does he? What do you think? Happened? Oh shit, Damon does that. <laughs> yep, that's what he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing whiskey and lime uh, Lacroix right now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It, it is pretty good. I'm not gonna so lie. I'm gonna need to get another one, so we should probably uh, plug a plug a break or a fucking something. We need a Lacroix sponsorship. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. So I'll 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 take us back to the tag match. Um, yeah, get us back thanks, on Matt. track, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, keep thanks, you guys Matt. on track. I'll, I'll, Positive I'll, pad, I'll, always yeah. online. You know, anything I can do to to help the uh, the listeners out, right? Yeah, always um, taking the high road. But I don't – I feel like Black and Ricochet got added to this for just added draw. Um, yeah. The, you talked about that a little bit. I, I don't think that they were probably even originally the plan for, for this. But when, when Champa got hurt and, um, you know, and they had to shift gears on that, um, I just – I don't like it. I would rather them have. I'd rather them have just come up with something. If they've moved them to the main roster, they're on the main roster, you know, and figure something out for them for Sunday afternoon. Um, now, that said, if the UK Championship match doesn't steal the show, that tag match very well could. So, because of the talent that's in that match. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in that match, and. God help us all if they decide to make another match for Sunday, Matt. So we don't need another. We don't need them to go. <laughs> I, I mean, I that. think it's highly. I mean, I would say ninety-five percent chance that it's revival in Black and Ricochet, and probably two or three other teams for the Raw titles. I mean, Ricochet and Black have beat Revival twice. Yeah, <laughs> with with Matt Cole or not Matt Cole? Sorry, Michael Cole. Yeah, uh, the better Cole. Michael Cole yeah. saying <laughs> after Black and Ricochet beat them for the second time, they may have just earned themselves a title shot. Yeah. Oh no shit. I mean, you got to pay your dues, I guess. You has Revival win. won a match since they won the title? <laughs> I don't think they have. 
I don't think they have either. They have also gone hardcore uh, anti-WWE, I heard. Like uh, when they meet fans and stuff, which the best story I heard was someone introduced their nine-year-old son to uh, Revival and said, you guys are my son's favorite wrestler. He wants to be a Raw Tag Team Champion when he grows up. And Revival said, hey, your son doesn't want to be on Raw when he grows up. It's terrible. (laughs) Oh, my God. The last thing he wants to be is a Raw Tag Team Champion. So, I don't know. That's fair. They're trying to get fired, I guess. But, yeah, it'll be really good. I mean, Black and Rick are – uh, yeah, Black and Ricochet have had good matches the whole tournament. Um, so I think it'll be great. Uh, the women's match, um, I'd like to talk shit about it, but Kyrie Sane is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Baszler does really good work. She's a great character. At ba- um, at Baszler is everything they wish Ronda could be. Yeah, she really is. Uh, she's, she's way more natural. Yeah. Um, and I didn't but, like her at first, but she's grown on me. Like, I just, I really well, you, like what they've done with her. You don't watch her and like think that like she's playing a character. Like that's just her. She's there's not a lot of people in WWE like that anymore. And um, yeah, she's she's awesome to watch. Yeah. So they made it a four way, I guess, to get everyone on the show. I also heard a rumor today that they might turn it into a ladder match. I read that as well. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Hopefully, uh, I mean, I guess if you're not going to call Baszler up, I'd rather them keep the title on her, but I don't know what they're going to do with it. Yeah, I just, I don't know what their plans for Baszler are. I, I hope that they just leave her there and, and let her keep running roughshod for a little while. But I, my fear it, with her is the same as with Dunn and Dream, that the Monday after Mania – they're on Raw, and that'll be the yeah. last time. That'll be the last time we ever see them. So, I think. I mean, I think Kari and and Baszler could go to the main roster after this match, and we see Shari win the title. <laughs> Hell on wheels. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. Oh, bless. Uh, I'm just saying. I think I I could see. Uh, Baszler and Kari going to the main main roster after this. I mean, yeah. I can maybe I can maybe see Kyrie going, but yeah, I don't I know about see Kari. Kari and, what did I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I see both of them going to the main roster. They're gonna bring people up, dude, and it's gonna be and we're never gonna see them again because I don't watch main roster. I got one reason I'm okay with them moving Kyrie Sane to the main roster. I'll be in Tampa next year, and if she doesn't, I knew come this sw- was coming. yeah, if she doesn't come swinging off that pirate ship, then that's a missed opportunity. So, uh, yeah, yeah, won't man. be there. Yep, won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> in Denver traffic. Yeah, Jamie, uh, Jamie will be in a fourteen-hour meeting. <laughs> um, probably you could uh, you could open up a Chiba Hut in the pirate ship. Yeah, you could. That'd be a good opportunity. Business for you, trip, man. Just make it a business trip. Yeah, I'm already doing that in Vegas twice this year. Okay. Yeah, he works so goddamn hard, man. <laughs> um, it's going to be a really good match. I, I hate four-way matches, but um, I think they'll perform well. Um, the, the last match, two out of three falls, the vacant title you talked about, 
um, Ciampa getting hurt. Gargano versus Adam Cole. I personally love Adam Cole. I have for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I tell people all the time. I've said it a million times. I, I think Undisputed Era could be a new horseman. All four of those guys are super talented. They mesh well together. They're best friends in real life. I fucking love Adam Cole. I hope he goes over here. I think it's his time. Gargano obviously is headed towards 205 Live in a few months. So, um, yeah, what are you guys thought on the main event? It's going to be a great match. Uh, pretty excited about it. I mean, Gargano might be headed for a release and somewhere else because uh, he will disappear on 205 Live. He can't keep fighting Sin Cara and Chavo Guerrero. Or is that Nitro? I can't remember. Um, no, Chavo Guerrero is on 205 Live. <laughs> uh, I, uh, Jamie said Gargano was headed for release, and I immediately thought of Candice LeRae. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Cole's awesome. Uh, I, I like Adam Cole a lot. So I think he could, he's the guy to take him into the next, into 2019 further and for the rest of the year as a champion. So, yeah. Two out of three falls, though. Who knows? They might win 2 0. He may, may just, Gargano may just win 2 0. I'll never see Adam Cole again. Man, you know what I love is when a two out of three falls match goes two falls. I know. That's <laughs> such a good, it's, it's good booking. No, actually, actually, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, I think that's awesome because everyone expects three falls automatically. They're all three falls. Yeah. Like two long ass falls. I think that would be awesome. Maybe they could what do was the tag team match that just went two falls. Was it Usos and New Day or something? Was, who knows? Who can? I don't, I don't think they've, they've ever wrestled, wrestled each other. They've wrestled so much, I can't take one from the other. I, I think their best on, match I they've think, ever had was on SmackDown during that gauntlet. Yeah, I think uh, they just I think they're wrestling the best of yeah. 150 falls. Yeah, best. Uh, speaking of, there's a show on um, Saturday morning. Uh, it's like a kind of a weird comedy show, but these two guys are having a seven out of thirteen falls match. Oh my god! Damn. So, so I it's mean, like that Iron Man match that Ziggler had, and there were yeah, seventeen also, falls in the first ten minutes. On the same show, Trent and Chucky e. T are having a one minute time limit match, and Teddy Hart is hosting a Reading Rainbow, whatever that means. So <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I need to watch that because I all I've ever wanted to do, all I've asked for for the last ten years of my life, is to bring time limits back. Butterfly in the sky. I'm pre- <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Um, um, every match they still announce time limits. It's just no one ever goes to a time limit. I've I haven't heard them announce time limits. I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing of the past i i just all they, i want is they do it control. they do it in new japan and ring of honor for sure but yeah, yeah. new J- well, new japan is still a real wrestling yeah it's real to me over there <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it's hilarious we we talked about a four-way women's match and only mentioned two of the women in the match. <laughs> well, I hate Bianca Blair. and <laughs> She doesn't even make sense. No, yeah. she needs a goddamn haircut. And yeah. Io Cherie is, I hear she's awesome, but I don't really know anything about her, just yeah. to be honest. So, Well, she's going to win. Look at Positive Pat trying to include everybody. Yeah, wait, all include Oh, no, I, I fully expect uh, 
after the War Raiders win for uh, Bailey and Sasha to show up and challenge them. So. Oh God! Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, uh, to wrap up here, let's let's go, Matt. I'll start with you, and then Jamie, you can give us yours. But um, just pick five winners. Who do you think's going to win? Five and pick one. and pick match of the night. Okay, match of the night will be um, the UK Championship. Um, so we'll lead there. I think that Walter wins. Um, I think Riddle wins. I think that Io Shirai wins the women's title. Um, and then we'll go uh, War Raiders and Adam Cole. Nice. Jamie, what about you? Um, match of the night, UK, easily. Uh, I got Walter, War Raiders, uh, Riddle. I got... Uh, EO winning the women's title, whatever the power the fuck you say or name. Uh, and then I think Adam Cole wins this two out of three falls. Man, you guys both take EO to win. We didn't even talk about her in the preview. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to go with, I think War Raiders is a lock. Easily. Um, I think Baszler, I'm hoping she wins and stays. I'm going to pick. Riddle, I'm going to pick Walter, and I'm going to pick Adam Cole to win the title in the surprise match of the night. I'm going to call Cole Gargano for match of the night. Could be. Uh, Who do you think does – who do you think does the best move of the night? Craziest move, whatever. Uh, I mean, Ricochet probably. Yeah. Um, I mean – I don't the the riddle dream match like you said such opposing styles that could lead to something nuts. Also, if the women do but, a ladder ladder match, they might do some kind of crazy spot that like yeah, you know yeah. if it was Carmella versus like they hang Bianca Belair yeah. from, by her hair from a ladder. If it if it's Carl <laughs> if it's Carmella and the Ionics doing it, it'd be terrible. But these chicks could probably pull something cool off in a ladder match. Yeah. Do you see anybody showing up out of nowhere? Do you see anything happening? You know, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, nah, do you see I don't see any surprises like that, but I do see um, the audience slashes that they do. I see Kushida, who's been on New Japan forever. He's signed with them. I think he's going to do a uh, one of those audience spots. And um, but I don't, I don't assume a run in is going to happen, but. Like Matt said, you know, Banks and Bailey could do something. Yeah, they already showed up one time just saying they'll defend their titles wherever. Um, Hopefully they show up in NXT, in a, So And Abyss kills them both. <laughs> That'd be hilarious <laughs> if Abyss. Abyss will be working backstage, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there it is. Take over. Um, before we let Matt go, Matt's been a great co-host. Um I do, and I'm asking everybody this, um, and th- Matt, obviously this won't be hard for Positive Pat, but um, what, get, both of you guys give me, uh, or actually, Jamie, you don't have to, we'll talk about it later, but Matt, what's your um, most looking forward to about WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> it being over? Um, 
Wow, listen to that from that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a I was positive they get a gun, but listen, right the, the last full episode of Raw I watched was when they said Roman was going to be back on to talk about where he's at with cancer. And yeah, that draw that drew me in and I watched it, but uh, Carly was even like, yeah, I've been watching uh, Raw lately. And like, it's it's just so awful right now. It, it angers me. Man, if Matt ain't watching, you know it's bad. You guys know yeah. that, like, Angle's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Loved, well, Kurt, loved Kurt Angle back in the day. Loved him. And, and I go back and watch him and Michaels at Mania regularly. And because um, they're two of them, Michaels, Angle, and Sting are, like, my three favorites. And for them to be doing what they're doing with Angle, it just – I, I think I was just over it at that point. Isn't he? Didn't we make a joke about him fighting Baron Corbin? Yeah, you guys did, and then that's what happened. Yeah, they they listened to the and show. I, I, I hope to God they change it the day of. Like, I mean, well, I heard a rumor today that Cena is going to be at WrestleMania, but is not going to be in that angle match. So they have something else planned for him. So for those What's of you hoping for John Cena for the next year. <laughs> Undertaker won't be alive next year, but uh, um, let's hope so. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is, but I mean, Baron Corbin was a bad decision. Well, uh, yeah, it was a bad decision. I mean, it's embarrassing. Like Matt said, like as good as Kurt Angle was, and I mean, even in TNA, he had an unbelievable career. Ever since they brought him back. It, they have shit all over that it's dude, awful. man. It's all they have had him lose random matches on Raw. They he make the they make him do these they make him do these promos where he can't even function. And then t- t- for his farewell tour, he has these matches that he's not physically able to do with all these awesome guys. They promote this AJ match and they do disqualification in like forty five seconds and. Then all these awesome matches are leading up to Baron Corbin for the final send-off. Like, it is embarrassingly bad how they've handled Kurt Angle. I mean, it is awful. I mean, granted, Kurt Angle, I mean, he when he talks, it looks just like Stephen Hawking blowing on a straw. <laughs> so, I mean, drool runs down his mouth. I mean, it's like his face is numb. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> And when he, by the time he gets down the ring, it's like it looks like me after I run thirty miles. That's how much sweat's on him. I can't handle it, man. It just it. It's got to be depressing. That's a big Kurt Angle fan. I can imagine. I I already been through this, Matt, with Undertaker. It's awful. Yeah, I'm as patient as they come, and I'm just, I God bless, I'm over it. It's just, uh, so well. I, I guess what I'm looking most forward to thinking about it while we were talking about angle drooling um is you know angle getting a bib um no uh probably just seeing rollins and lesnar work and i always enjoy watching aj work and i think i I don't think orton gets orton doesn't seem to give two shits anymore but i always have felt Orton is underrated and doesn't get talked about enough. You know, I think as shitty as WWE is and as hard to watch as it is and how terrible, this might be the worst WrestleMania ever probably, but the AJ Orton buildup hasn't been that bad. It's actually been pretty good. 
I like the Orton asshole character. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the whole. He's always w- been a great asshole. Yeah, the whole WWE guy versus indie guy. I mean, I think it's great, and they're and they're both doing it well. You know, we'll see what Orton does in the match. He's sometimes, you know, he's just out there getting a paycheck. So yeah, he just mails it in too often. But, now. but AJ could probably have a good match with a broom. So yeah, and then I just pray to God that that you know Batista gets what he wants. So yeah, if he tells us what he wants, what he really, really wants. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I do want to publicly say this. Matt Cole helped me and Jamie get some all-in tickets out of the kindness of the heart. He's logged on and helped us get some tickets. He's not even going to the show. Matt is a stand-up dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Always good to hear from you. Yeah, I hope to get to see you guys. Um Fight for the Fallen in July. I'm planning on going. Yeah, even I'm going to try to work something out. Flying solo from Asheville. I'm planning on being there. So In Jacksonville? Yeah, for the AEW show. We'll see. My mom's there. We can all stay with her. You know what I mean? Hell, but... yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did say Becky needed it. Yep. So, there you go. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for all coming right. on, man. All right. Thanks, we'll see you. talk to you next time. Yeah, later. See you, Matt. All right, so for our next segment, we're going to talk about the big show, WrestleMania. I brought on a couple of buddies of mine, John and Ben. John, Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, I'm very, very, shut up, man. I'm very excited about doing this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did want to, I mean, I brought you guys on on purpose. I selected you guys because out of all my friends, I feel like, you guys actually enjoy WWE more than most, and uh, I wanted a positive. Um, uh, a po- I wanted to bring positivity to this since I'm probably gonna shit on most of it. <laughs> so um, I thought it would be fun. Um, John, excellent sound quality. Ben is Ben lives. He don't have paved roads that go to his house yet, and he's on a <laughs> he's on a, a, a cricket wireless phone. That's how much he loves WWE. Yeah, so he'll only do <laughs> WWE products. It's Boost Mobile. WWE right. sponsored products. He ate KFC for dinner. <laughs> Taco Bell. Yeah, and now he's on a Cricket wireless phone, so hopefully we'll be able to hear him. Uh, yeah, so welcome to the show, guys. Um, I am interested. I want to know real quick, like, um, you guys are pretty fresh to wrestling, right? Uh, yeah, I, I got back into it about three years ago when we went to Mania in Dallas. Okay, yeah. What about you, Ben? Yeah, same thing. Like, I was just like you guys watched it forever when I was younger. Was just infatuated with it and then fell fell out of love with it. And Andrew Ball brought me back in, back in Dallas days. Yeah, Ball, Ball brings a lot of people into a lot of weird shit. But, um... <laughs> I mean, I only know Ball. I mean, the, the best thing he's taught me is how to throw a woman in a trash can. <laughs> well, if you would ever watch Purple Rain, you would have known how to done that. That's Dishonorable Discharge's finishing move, isn't it? Yeah. And it, Dishonorable Discharge only wrestled women. Always he, was, he was like the Joey Ryan of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, but he has an Australian accent before he does it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think... Uh, and you guys primarily watch WWE, right? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Andy got me into New Japan as well, but I don't really watch that as religiously. Right. Ben, I'll... you watch like 30 minutes of Raw and that's it, right? <laughs> no, man. I just I wait till the next day and I'll watch it on all the BS that goes on in a Raw three-hour show. I will say I just recorded Blake and he was mind-blown I was having you guys on to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, Blake worst wrestling critic ever. <laughs> He was surprised. He mentioned he mentioned Josh, and I said, "Well, make sure to remind Josh that I'm having Ben on a wrestling podcast before him." Yeah, pretty pissed. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. Um, so, as of right now, there's still a week to do whatever Vince wants to do. But as of right now, there's 13 announced matches. Um, I'm going to run through the card real quick, and then you guys can just kind of talk about what you're excited about. Or what what what's been cool leading up, and um, there's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which right now the only contestants are Braun Strowman, Michael J, and Colin Jost. <laughs> That's real. Um, Cruiserweight Championship: Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. That's also real. Shane McMahon versus The Miz in a Fall Counts Anywhere match. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, Batista versus Triple H, no holds barred. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, the women's tag titles: Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Nia Jackson, Tamina Snuka versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus Iconics. They've messed up three moves while I read that. <laughs> United States Championship match: Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Intercontinental Championship: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. The Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. The WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. And the main event, the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. So that's what we have right now. Probably still going to come is the Women's Battle Royal. Probably going to have a tag match or two. I don't know what the deal with the Usos is, but I'm pretty sure we're going to see Revival versus Black and Ricochet. So yeah, uh, John, what what are you really excited about on that card? Um, I'm really looking forward to a couple matches. Um, I uh, I'm a huge Rollins fan, so I think that Rollins uh, that Rollins um, Lesnar match is going to be definitely a lot better than the Reigns Lesnar match at Mania last year. Um, and then the uh, the Brian Kofi Kingston match. Uh, just because of all the hype going into it, especially after what happened last night and all that stuff. Um, I feel like I have to catch up real quick. There we go. There you go. There we go. And if I, I'm not an official member of the podcast, so you crack a cold one. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Ben, if you want to crack uh, – well, Mike's Hard Lemonade, there's a twist off. But if you want to <laughs> twist one off. Well, I'm drinking uh, a nice diet soda from Taco Bell in the Taco <laughs> Was a Baja Blast? No, man. Only grass people drink Baja. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're you're excited about the, the two championship matches? Yeah. Ben, there's, there's really yeah. not a lot that's really uh, really catching my eye with this with this whole lineup here, though. For the most part, it's it's stuff we've we've seen for the last three months. And on top of that, like that's what. I'm not really looking forward to Mania as much as I am some other things in wrestling this year just because of that. A lot of the stuff that we're going to see is stuff we've been seeing 15 weeks in a row. But 
to piggyback off what John said, is I am looking forward to the Lesnar match. And that's it's weird because everybody hates on Lesnar, but I mean, he last couple matches he's had, he's been pushed to the limit, and they've actually been really good matches, in my opinion. Are you watching the whole match or are you fast forwarding it? <laughs> Thirty seconds. Of it. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean seriously though, Les- Lesnar's put on some pretty good matches with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Like I, I enjoyed them. Even the Balor match at uh, what was yeah. that Rumble? That was a pretty decent match. I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, he has a. He did really good with Daniel Bryan and really good with Finn and. He can work smaller guys pretty good for some reason. And, like, um, Seth Rollins is, like, super. I think Seth Rollins is the best guy in WWE, like, overall. Yeah. My personal opinion. And I think he'll be able to get the best match out of Brock. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. There's certain people that Brock will just do 10 suplexes and then that's it. Well, that's like that Ambrose match we saw at the Mania in Dallas. Yeah, that that's all that was. Terrible. That's yeah, all that it was. was. Terrible, and he so he he really has to have someone like get something out of him. But Rollins can definitely do that. Um, the Daniel Bryan versus Kofi thing, I don't get it. Well, um, I just well, had an argument with Blake. I'm not the biggest Daniel Bryan fan. I, I like what he's doing. It's uh, it it's an obnoxious heel, uh, and he does it the right way, not the the Sami Zayn way. Um. And I like his in-ring. I think hey, he, there it is. Do we drink for the train or something? Yeah. <laughs> Every train you got to drink, you're going to be hammered in about 15 minutes. <laughs> um, but I, I'd like to see what him and Kofi can do in a ring uh, in a Mania match. I think it'll be good. I think that, that with that match, they ended up making Vince look like a racist guy. Look like a what? Like he looked like a big racist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hill well, he is, isn't he? Well, I mean, he probably is. He's over 60, so yeah. I think if you're over a certain age, you're automatically racist. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like so the fact that Kofi is doing like the exact same story that Daniel Bryan did and Daniel Bryan's kind of anti that, that's kind of cool to me. Like Daniel Bryan be like, hey – like I've been in your spot, but you, like you legit don't deserve this. Yeah, he keeps calling a B, what a B plus or B minus yeah, player. Yeah, player, which is like what Triple H called Daniel Bryan when they were doing their whole thing. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But like they, the, the, the gauntlet matches and stuff just ruined it for me. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll have a great match. They both can work really well. Hopefully, yeah. they get enough time to do something. And it'll be um, a good chance for them to push more New Day merch. Yeah, I like think they don't this do that is, around, enough. Oh, well, I think this is leading to a new day breakup. I read something about that uh, today yeah. on one of the gossip things. I, I think get, Big, Big E's I, going heel. I get the feeling they could even do that at Mania, like do a heel turn. Yeah, Big E could cost him the title or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the women's match headlining this year? Uh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's kind of predictable. Uh, especially with Rousey being in the company, and I mean th- those are the I'm not gonna say th- three best. I mean I think Becky and Charlotte are are great in the ring, but those are your three top names right there. So if yeah, you're but, gonna if you're gonna do it, it's these three. And the whole booking of it though is what bothered me, like how they got to this point, part that I didn't like. Well, WWE booking in general is 
pretty it's awful pretty, lately. It's pretty rough. They overbooked this thing so bad. I mean, they didn't have to do 80% of what they did because with Ronda Rousey and with as popular as Bacon Lynch is right now, you don't really need to do a lot. People are going to be excited about it, and they've overdone it to death. But um, this is definitely the year to have a women's main event with Rousey. Yeah. As hot as Becky is, Becky's probably the most popular wrestler they have right now. Roman Reigns was out because what you know, some people have to sit out when they have cancer. But um, so so you don't really have star power this year in a men's main event. So this is a perfect time to do it. Um, it's a good time to leave early if you're going this year. Get out of there, beat the traffic. Now it'd actually probably be a really good match because all three of these girls are really good. Plus, they've been probably been practicing it since Christmas. Yeah. Well, Becky and Charlotte are really good, and Ronda is really good when she gets time to practice. And I'm yeah. sure they've been working this out like crazy. Um, yeah. Intercontinental Championship match: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. I don't know why they're doing this. It's been done. I feel like every Raw for the past six weeks. Yeah, I I honestly, like, the only part of this match I'm looking forward to is the Demon Entrance, because I'm such a huge mark for that, Um, and it's never been done at Mania, but other than that, this is, it's like every other time they've ever fought. Yeah, hopefully they do the Demon Entrance. Um, It it would beat last year's entrance, that's for sure. Do you think they'll they'll bring up monkey bars and have Sami Zayn challenge him to another monkey bar competition? (laughs) Did that really happen? Yes. I I must have missed that episode. Oh, I, I thought you were making a racist joke. No, Or no, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. I, I absolutely uh, don't. I absolutely don't remember well, that. If they have a monkey bar competition, though, I'll be into it. I guess. <laughs> um, know what I'm talking about, but it for sure happened. I hope there's someone out there who knows what the hell you're talking about. I swear to God, it <laughs> Okay, United States Championship match, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio has potential, in my opinion. Yeah, both good um, workers. Yeah, both not bad. I mean, Samoa Joe's really good right now. Yeah. yeah. Rey Mysterio is great. I don't see him losing the title. He's got a lot of uh, momentum going on right now, so... And the only thing that upsets me about this one is I'm a big Andrade fan, and he's not – like, he didn't get anything. And I thought some of the best matches of the year involved him and Mysterio. And, I mean, you could th- even throw Joe in there for some of those uh, triple threat matches. They have. Hey, no, hey, there's Andrade, still another week. There is still another week. They could throw four or five people in They could match. put R-Truth back in it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I agree. I think Andrade got screwed. On this one, because I think the original plan was Andrade and Mysterio match. I mean, am I wrong? Is he not one of the best workers in the company? Like, yeah, he had one of the top. I mean, at least top ten matches of the year last year with Gargano. He's been great every time he wrestles. He's great. Um, he just there's so I don't know why they don't push him or like him or what they're doing with him. Even Selena Vega is awesome, and they don't even let her talk anymore. Well, it's just like you can tell. He's one of those guys you can tell. Like, I don't know a ton about technical wrestling, but you can just tell the way he moves, how smooth he is, how he works. Like, he's different. Yeah, he, he reminds me of myself when I get to get in the ring and kind of <laughs> hit the ropes. A little bit. Yeah, when I get to hit the ropes. I don't get to do it much now, but 
That same smoothness you're talking about. I mean, do you show that same smoothness to your uh, old lady neighbor? No, she can't handle that. I'll give that lady a heart attack. <laughs> um, the women's tag title match is, I mean, I can't imagine a worse match. I, I literally have no opinion on this match whatsoever. I I, I definitely yeah. have a I definitely have an opinion, but Ben um what do you think about this match? I don't I would pay you to go to Wrestle just to stand up in this match again and yell to the crowd that you don't respect women's wrestling and you're <laughs> and you're going here. Yeah. I think it was was it Orlando it, when it I was, went down like twenty rows and yelled at you, John? To me. You got my attention yeah. from across the row and said, Hey, <laughs> I don't respect women's wrestling. I'm going to get a beer. Do you want anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd pay for that. Like, I'll pay for that. Well, I will say that I respect Sasha Banks and I respect Bailey, but they are in a bad spot right here. I mean, Nia Jax and Tamina Ruin, like, they mess up every move. The Iconics are god-awful. Did um, you watch SmackDown this week? No. I don't watch SmackDown or Raw anymore. I can't handle it. I just read reviews. And then if there's something that intrigues me, I'll go back and watch that. What happened, though? Oh, it was just terrible, man. Like, talking about botched moves. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. They oh, botched yeah. everything. And and Beth Phoenix, you know, used to be really good. But, you know, she hasn't worked in a long time. Who knows what she can do. And Natalia's great. But, whew, this is going to be really rough. I watched a very small bit of this from last night in uh... – Man, Beth Phoenix, like, you know, I, I've seen some of her older stuff, and, man, she is rusty. So, hopefully she'll have it together by Mania, or else this match is going to be a nightmare. Man, it is going to be laughable, for sure. Um, Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese is a show stealer, but it'll probably be on the pre-show, and nobody will be watch it. I uh, I haven't watched too much 205, but every time I see Buddy Murphy wrestle and, and, and Tony Nese, uh, these guys are good. Yeah, me and Bob talked about it on the award show. Like every show, you hear that the Buddy, the Buddy Murphy match was amazing. It's just no one watches it. And yeah, no, it's a no, show. no one watches two hundred five. So it kind of sucks for him. But this will probably be another classic match. Ben, are you gonna be able to watch this? Or are you fast forwarding through the pre-show? Well, anytime two hundred five lives on the uh, on the TV, my four-year-old son asks if we can just watch a real sport. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. I like that. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. He hates 205. He respects men. <laughs> That's surprising, but I like I think, it. I'm, I'm not kidding, though. He doesn't like it. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Um, probably going to be pretty good, but kind of out of nowhere. It's. Uh, I think it's just a chance to give Reigns a, a, a mania match. And, yeah. And so obviously too. for Drew to do something. But I, I really think this would be a good match. Two evenly matched uh, competitors. Do you think, think Drew will get any kind of push? I hope he does. I think Drew's awesome. Yeah, he's one of my favorites, but then they just get on him too. I mean, I hope he gets a big push. He, um, he's got size. He's got charisma. I think Vince likes him. Um, we'll see what they do. I would like him to beat Roman to lead to something else, like maybe – um, Drew versus Seth. If Brock's really leaving, I don't know, but um, I can see that happening. I think Drew and Seth could have some really good matches coming up. Yeah, if that's I agree. the case. 
And uh, Ben, you actually, I remember you were texting me talking about how Roman Reigns' uh, leukemia was fake. And you, <laughs> you ain't never seen a bigger bitch in your life. Well, Did you want to talk about that on here? <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past. I know y'all would think the same thing that Vince would do something like that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you that, that week that he came back was the most cheers he will ever hear in his life. But um, Tell me I don't think Vince would fake leukemia to get Roman true or false. I mean, maybe. Vince did kill himself one time. I, I would not put it past him, but that's pretty That's pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, is when people find out it's fake, then the negative reaction isn't worth what you would do, but it's definitely a possibility. Well, I was thinking maybe he just purposely gave Roman leukemia. Like that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Just stuck him with it. He's like, hey, man, just take one for the team. We're going to give this leukemia. It's fine. It's not a serious leukemia. You'll be fine in a couple months. You know, just... that's, that's 100% what happened. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, I guess. How uh, just, I just got kicked off iTunes, but. How long before they go back to booing him? I think it's already. I, I heard he didn't get a great reaction on Raw this week. So I think it's already starting to wear that's... off. But, That's wild. <laughs> yeah, he is. A, bet- he is a great wrestler. Uh, he's he's good in the ring, but man, people people hate his guts. I heard there were people booing him at that RAW that he returned, which is ballsy. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like Roman Reigns. I feel bad for him. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but the hate is a little overboard in my opinion. Uh, I bet. Uh, I bet my son's name that uh, Vince gave him leukemia. You already did that, didn't you? Well, my other son. Oh, okay. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, pretty soon you're going to run out of kids to bet on. I want to name him Buck. <laughs> so you should have done from the beginning. We wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> All right, these, but, ne- these next two matches are actually I'm looking forward to legit. Um, Batista versus Triple H, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. I think these bills have been the least decent. And uh, they should be awesome, in my opinion. The uh, the the last two weeks of this Triple H and Batista thing have been some of the funniest internet memes in the history of wrestling. What I the, want the yeah. Spice Girls thing, and then Triple H played off that Monday night. Yeah, that uh, was awesome in his promo. Pretty funny. Um, I like I said, I, I was out of it uh, during Batista's entire career, so I don't know too much about him other than the fact that he's in guardians of the galaxy. Um, but I'm, I'm a big triple H fan. Um, and I'm hoping they can put on a good match. I like Batista. I mean, I really like him, but I think Before, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good match. Educate me and on like what, what makes Batista good. We were out of other than both. the fact that he's just a big guy. I mean, that's it. But so like he when he was around, he was just a big guy. Um, I don't know who to compare him to now, but he's a big guy who had a decent skill set. But his look was just so good. So he got pushed to the moon right away. He got put in evolution with Triple H and Ric Flair and them. So he got pushed really fast. Um, but he got he got to work with some great guys like Eddie Guerrero was around that time. Ray Mysterio, JBL, he was working all these great guys. He wasn't the best wrestler, but he had a really good look. Um, and then it was after he left WWE that I really appreciated him. And he came back and did that run around the Daniel Bryan guest thing. 
and like everyone hated him, but I really I thought he was doing great stuff. Like I, he does a really good heel promo in my opinion. So um, and then yeah. like ever since then, like interviews and stuff, and I listen to him. I I just really like him. Yeah, he's he's. I don't know. I, like I don't like I said. I don't know him that well, like as well as you guys. But the uh, the promos he's been doing lately are a little iffy to me. Uh, but that could just be he's been out for a while. Well, he's an actor. That's all a promo. That's all a promo is. I think it's just it's different than what you usually see. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it might be throwing you off. I um, think it's great. That's just my personal opinion, though. Did you like the? Did you like it when he just kept saying, "Give me what I want"? Yeah, I was dying laughing. <laughs> See, like, I, but, yeah, I thought. But it was to funny. be fair, I saw the Spice Girls meme before I saw the promo. Oh, so I kind of had a, you know, it was already ruined for me. I think yeah. that's great, though. I think you should be. I like. I always laugh at heels, even when I was a little kid. Like a good heel <laughs> promo is hilarious to me. So, like, that's how I judge a good promo. Where do you think they put the match? Uh, it's gonna be towards the end. Yeah, if it's a career on the line match, they'll probably put it a little later. Yeah, I'd say um, like maybe fifth from last, something like that. I don't know. This show's gonna be so insane long. Yeah, this will be about afternoon Monday. Yeah, about halfway through the show. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy long, but so probably like hour eight. Jesus. I don't know, man. It's good. I can't even imagine how long this thing is. But okay, so Shane McMahon versus the Miz. I mean, I think this build has been pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, they made it false count anywhere, so basically Shane can find something to jump off of. Yeah. If they don't. Uh, the thing I don't like what they did is there wasn't really a, a purpose behind the hill turn. Yeah. It's not I, like it's not like Miz's dad did anything or Miz did anything. But can we talk about Mrs. Dad's haircut? Dude, I love Mrs. Dad, man. That dude is hilarious. He looks like he should be working at a gas station in Florida. Well, he ran like a sub shop when Miz was a kid, didn't he? I think That's 100% believable. Yeah, I think he ran a sub shop. And he constantly tells Miz that, like, The Rock is better than him at wrestling. <laughs> I, He's uh... awesome. The thing that blows my mind about this is it's a false count anywhere match in a football stadium. Like, how long is this match going to be? Yeah, God knows. It may end up in that. Um, I mean, I don't know much about the stadium. Blake said they have a good steak sandwich, so it may end up over there where they could, they could throw steak With sandwiches on each other. Mrs. Dad making it. They're just they. I guarantee you, they made it false count anywhere, so they can go somewhere and Shane can jump off something. Probably jump like, off the. Literally, entrance. that's all it is. But I'm really concerned. I get more scared watching Shane wrestle than I do PCO wrestle because every time Shane wrestles, he looks like he's about to die. He does. His face turns red within 12 seconds of the bell ringing. Yeah, he's going to have a heart attack. I have zero interest in this. I love The Miz, but he's so much better as a heel. And he, like, as a good guy, he just doesn't do it for me. But I 100% agree. Miz, I wish Miz's uh, run, like the, the last Intercontinental Championship run he had, was so great. Oh, he was awesome. He was, his, he was like the best guy they had. His promos are, are some of the best. But as a good guy, it's just not there. Yeah. I wish they would uh, kind of start veering away from having Shane part of these videos. Shane a part of what? Part of Mania. Like, oh, I wish yeah, were... yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was cool seeing him jump off the, <laughs> off the cell in Dallas. But other than that, I haven't really given a shit about anything he's done at mania 
Yeah, it's cool when he did that stuff every once in a while, but like when he started team with the Miz, he's doing it like every week. So it's like I don't really care anymore. Yeah, it's like how how you can't you you can only make a coast to coast look good once a year. Yeah, when he, but he, when you're doing now it every he's like week, fifty and he looks like he's about to have a heart attack every time he does it. He does. He looks like he does like eighteen pounds of cocaine before he goes into the <laughs> into the ring. Maybe that's how you can take those bumps, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, okay, so Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, nightmare. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think ahead. this is going to be the final card for this match. Yeah, I hope they swerve it. I mean, the the you can hear the crowd not happy about this at all, and um, I mean, I almost feel bad for Baron Corbin. That's how bad they fuck this up. Dude, he is the worst. <laughs> He's so bad at everything. He is the worst. And... But can I can I bring something up? Oh God, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, it bothered, this bothered me last week. I heard Andrew talking about Baron Corbin. I specifically remember because he's now he's talking about how terrible he is. One of Andrew's like things that he told me like to get back into wrestling was I needed to watch Baron Corbin and see how great he was. Well, was it Lone Wolf Baron Corbin? Lone Wolf Baron Corbin was way better than this. this. Baron Corbin still sounded like a kindergartner. (laughs) Yeah, he was never really good at promos, but I guess they didn't like how he looked, so they made him wear this vest, which is terrible. Because he's got a sad fake belly button. Yeah. (laughs) He's got what I call a Ben Harris body. Where it looks like you, it looks like you did a little bit of CrossFit, but you're not really there. Um, but no, he's Corbin gets a bad rap, but he is terrible. But like t- they put him in the spot, and it's just ah. Oh. Yeah, I I'm really thinking that there's going to be a Cena swerve. Uh, I hope there's a Cena swerve. I just mean, it, it makes sense with uh, Angle being Cena's first match. And isn't it usually the case that, like, when it's your final match or your retirement match, you lose? And there's no way way Angle puts Corbin over in this match. Now, the old school tradition is that you lose your last match. Um, I can't imagine Corbin winning this match. And they made it worse by having him wrestle all these awesome people, right? Like, he's wrestling all these awesome people on Raw and SmackDown, even though the matches suck. But in that, in that, all this is leading to Baron Corbin, like. Yeah, there's no way this match happens. Now, hopefully, something happens. Cena's music hits or something. And um, if it if it does happen, it will be the single worst wrestling match in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah, I couldn't imagine going longer than four minutes because Angle might die. Yeah. Speaking of people dying, I mean, Kurt Angle looks like he's in rough shape. He can't say three words without drooling on himself. He he walks around like somebody's driving him from the inside. <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> All right, to wrap it up, the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal, um, I'll let you guys predict a winner, but how hilarious is it that Saturday Night Live is in this? It's it's absurd, but that's WWE. Like, I I don't even know. Yeah, they want the attention. I wouldn't be surprised if Braun Strowman shows up on Saturday Night Live, but um, it's oh, for then... media attention. Colin Jones actually does pretty good heel work, though. I will say that. Putting putting the Yankees hat on in Boston Monday night, that was pretty good. Yeah, he does pretty good heel work. and um, But, yeah, uh, you guys want to predict a winner? 
I mean, if I'm looking at the card right now, like the only person I could see is Strowman, but who knows who they're going to throw into this thing? Um, maybe I'm... maybe Kurt Hawkins. Oh, that'd finally be a good get, first win. Finally getting his W. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I think Kenny Omega is coming back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, you ran out of kids to bet that on. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's the whole card. Um, yep. Real you know cool. what? Favorite wrestler? Go ahead. Who? Your favorite wrestler? Yeah, you already skipped it. No, I just named every car, every match. We just went over AJ, every match. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, man. I talked about. Well, we didn't get into, but I said it was one of my favorite matches on the card. Man. So yeah, what, what, what's your insight, Ben? Your expert insight. Embrace <laughs> Blake right now. Is that uh, AJ Styles is the best wrestler in WWE, better than Seth Rollins? Well, I already proved you wrong on that. Proved me wrong on that because I said it. <laughs> and he knows more than Google. Yeah. No, AJ Styles is awesome, but I just think Rollins is better overall, and um, he's also younger. Styles, well, Styles is kind of phoning it in at this point. That's what it feels like. Maybe, um, but I think they did a. It kind of came out of nowhere the the matchup, but I think they've done a decent job building it up, like where it's Indy versus guy that's been with the WWE his whole life. Like I like the build and the story that they got going on. No, I agree. I th- I think the build's been cool. The, I did watch the promo they cut on each other where they like he brought up the two sweet thing and Styles told me he does a he uh, stole the diamond cutter and. I think the bill's been good. I like. I kind of like this Randy Orton character, where he's just like an asshole who is better than everybody else. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty much. It's pretty much what. That's pretty much you. Just playing the buck. Well, yeah, I am better than everyone. He's ripping off the buck gimmick. It's a great. It's a great gimmick. I love it. Uh, before we wrap up, I, well, how I've been wrapping these up is I've been asking people to say something nice about WrestleMania, like making them say something nice or something that they'll look forward to. But since we just talked about WrestleMania, I'll just ask you guys what you're most looking forward to at WrestleMania. Uh, the, no, the number one thing you will you want to watch? Uh, the, the one match I'll actually pay attention to is probably Rollins-Lesnar. Same with me, Rollins-Lesnar. All right, way to be creative, Ben. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. We got to wrap up. I somehow got 35 minutes out of you guys. I didn't think it would happen. Hey, look um, at us. Time flies when you're having fun. Thanks for calling us boring, buddy. <laughs> well, I expected boring, but I actually had a pretty good time. I thought this was good. I uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Um, I, I'd like to have you guys back on to uh, recap WrestleMania. So hopefully we can work that out. Yeah, maybe yeah, we perfect. can a segment about Mark jerking off at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about. For those of you who don't know, Ben's brother likes to jerk off at work. <laughs> um, and he loves to talk about it. So if you are if you jerk off at work, uh, let us know at the show, and I'll give you Mark's number, and you guys can converse about it. it. Sounds like he needs his own podcast. He's got a lot of tips, man. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I would love to hear a podcast. God damn, let's talk about it with Mark Harris. Just talking <laughs> about different people jerking off at work. Oh, man. Like, we were going so well on this thing, too. He gets yeah. into, like, paper towel rolls. 
Did you say pizza rolls? Man, I can't wait to get a text from him after this episode airs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, man. I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, man, it was fun. All right, so for our next segment, I want to welcome back to the show uh, now famous co-host Andy Ball. Andy, welcome <laughs> back. Hey, man, I'm glad to be back. Let's get this thing rolling. I need to go to bed, son. <laughs> yeah, we uh, have a lot to cover. Andy's going to help me cover. Well, I'm doing the bigger shows later, but Andy's going to help me basically cover everything else for the weekend. There's 45 or 47 shows. We're not going to cover all of them, but we're going to cover as much as we can. And uh, we want to start with Spring Break. Um, Spring Break is a fun show. We went last year. And oh my gosh. It was awesome. We talked about PCO and Walter on last week's episode and Joey Janela does some really cool stuff with these spring break shows. So I'm gonna read the card and then we can give our thoughts on it. Um this year spring break three is actually a two night event. Night one has Masasha Takita versus Jimmy Lloyd in a death match, Shinjiro Atani versus Nick Gage, Orange Cassidy versus Taka Mishinoku. And uh, Ethan Page versus a mystery opponent, which is a final battle final battle for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a wrestler and a human being. Um, for those of you not familiar, Takeda is a deathmatch guy from Japan. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd is a deathmatch guy. Atani is the president of Zero One, and there's a lot of history behind him. Ba, um, what are you looking forward to on this show? Um, you know... Is, is the final battle um, for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a wrestler and a human being, is that the main event? Um, looking at this, I would say Otani Gage is the main event. Yeah, that makes sense. I think Gage is the GCW champion right now. Okay. But um, Is the title I, on the line? It depends who, who Page's mystery opponent is. If it's Janela, it's going to be at the top of the card, but um, I don't know who they plan on putting in that spot. Um, you know, I'm so just to let everybody know, these spring break shows will be taking my time. I will, will not, I will probably not be watching WrestleMania. I'll probably be watching these spring break shows after they've happened. But, um, the death match is the first death match ever. Um, I'm not a big death match guy, but I, uh, I will give it a try. I'm also excited about this show starting at 8 p.m. instead of 1230. I'd be especially excited if I was actually attending this show. The, um, you know the the Shinhiro Otani guy, like you said, he's a he's a former New Japan guy. He's actually challenged for the the IWGP Championship. He's battling Nick Gage. People are super excited about this guy coming over. I think it's his first time in the states. I think this is like a big guy in like the traitating guy days. I'm not very familiar with him, but he's an older now. But I'm excited to see what happens with this. And Orange Cassidy. He's an interesting dude, and I think he might be the um, I think he might be the guy who really raises his stock after WrestleMania weekend. We're going to be seeing him all over these cards, um, all over these different shows. So, and Taka Michinoko, you know, he's a uh, he's he's Zack Saber Junior's hop guy right now, and he used to be in WWE. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle in the states much, so. Him coming over this was a interesting get. Um, him versus Orange Cassidy should be a lot of fun. Orange Cassidy has this hilarious comedy style, but he's also a very good wrestler. If you've never seen him, he's a lot of fun. Um, the death match, I'm the same as Andy. It's not for me, but there are people who like that. Atani versus Gage is interesting. 
Um, Otani, a lot of people, like you said, are hyped that he's over here. Him being a former cruiserweight and a former guy who challenged for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship to face someone like Nick Gage is another hilarious matchup. So this show should be a lot of fun. Um, Mike, how, do you, how would you describe Nick Gage? Um, as a convicted murderer. And gang member? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's not the friendliest dude in the world. If you've ever seen an interview with him, he is not going to hold back his opinions, and he uh, doesn't give a fudge about anything, as Ball would say. It reminds me of Jay Briscoe's promos, but it's real. Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Night two of spring break has the ever-so-famous Cluster Fudge match, also known as Cluster Fuck. Thank you, Buck. The Rock and Roll Express versus LAX and Masada Tanaka versus LA Park. Um, what do you think about this show, Bob? This is the one I'm super excited for, man, because I really want to see this LA Park, formerly known as La Parka, especially for WCW fans, versus Masada Tanaka. Um, this is going to be hard hitting, and these guys can both still deliver LA Park. He was the Mexican wrestler of the year. He was he was considered for wrestler of the year. And Masada Tanaka, I know during the New Orleans WrestleMania show, not the last one, but the one before where Daniel Bryan won the title, um, he had a match against Chris Hero that a lot of people thought was the best match of that whole of that whole WrestleMania weekend. I'm super excited about that. I'm going to let you talk about the Rock and Roll Express versus LAX, but I'm so excited about that match. Rock and Roll Express actually were on the Canton circuit this past weekend. I did not get to watch it, um, but I wish I could have. The greatest cluster fudge. Does Ethan Page did Ethan Page book that last one? This is this is that was one of the funnest things I've ever seen was cluster fudge too. Yeah, we watched cluster fudge last year, and it was. I mean, it had Dan Severin, it had Doink. It had Hornswoggle. It had the Invisible Man, who, you know, rest in peace. This year's will have, there's some, a couple guys already announced the biggest name being Bogus Sting. NWO Sting is still doing that gimmick. He's going to be in this. And um, we, we mentioned Invisible Man passed away, but Invisible Stan, who might be the murderer of the Invisible Man, who broke out of prison last week. Rumored to be on his way to New Jersey. You really think he's going to show up? I don't know. I would think that's uh, a destination of his for sure. So um, two convicted murderers on one show is kind of crazy. Well, uh, go ahead. He's not convicted yet. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I guess to be fair, he's not convicted yet. But man, I hope I hope the police catch him. If he's on his way, man, I'm gonna be so pissed if he's part of the cluster fudge, man. They need I hope the police are occupying that place and they're well well aware that he might show up. But uh I agree. It'll be interesting. The cluster fudge this year is gonna be a lot of fun and very interesting to watch. Uh Rock and Roll Express versus LAX. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to this. Rock and Roll Express, like Ball mentioned, they can still work. And they're working a very young, a very up-and-coming team that I talk about a lot. They wrestle on Impact LAX. 
This is going to be, trust me when I tell you, this is going to be a lot of fun. Hey, and, do you think LAX could win Tag Team of the Year um, next year since Young Bucks probably can't? you think they got a good chance, either Penta and Phoenix or them? Well, here's the thing. I don't know how much the Lucha Bros are going to work Impact next year, and I don't know who else LAX has to work there. So it depends what direction LAX goes with their career. Okay. But in my opinion, Impact is a death sentence, so. That's a shame, um, too. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But they are super. I feel like they're super talented guys. I hope um, we get to that impact card because it looks pretty intriguing. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to both these shows, especially Rock and Roll Sports versus LAX, Orange Cassidy versus Taka, and the Cluster Fudge um, are definitely must watches, in my opinion. Um, GCW's third show of the weekend, Josh Barnett's Blood Sport. The card is Minora Suzuki versus Josh Barnett, Simon Gotch versus J.R. Krados, Hideki Suzuki versus Timothy Thatcher, Killer Cross versus Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Frank Mir making his pro wrestling debut against Dan Severn. Ball, what are your thoughts on a show like this? I think um, Jonathan Gresham versus Masasi Takada was actually announced too, just announced. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, Gresham, you talked about Orange Cassidy. Gresham is a guy who could be the All Star of the weekend as well. Yeah, he's in, he's in a he's in a lot of big spots, and he's going to be main eventing several cards. That's a good that's a good pick as well. Um, now, Gresham Gresham's mainly ROH, but did, was he in WXW? Is that kind of where people started gaining a lot of respect from him last year? I believe is that correct? Yeah, I think so. But I think he he really. Came up through ROH and then went over to England as like a, you know, what do you call it, excursion or whatever. Yeah, that, and that that's basically what it was. So, and we, you know, this is a 14-man um, shoot-style tournament. So, shoot-style, can you explain shoot-style to the, the listener? Shoot-style is like technical wrestling, um, half MMA, half technical wrestling, where you think that they're – you know, in a, like basically like an MMA style fight. It's a lot of it's a lot of holds. It's a lot of you know old school wrestling, Billy Robinson catch wrestling type style is how I describe it. And this was Riddle's show previously. Is that correct? Yeah. So Riddle had the first one, and it, it, they wanted an MMA base for it. And the main event last year was Riddle versus um, Minoru Suzuki. It was originally low key, but low key got hurt. And, and everybody uh, got excited. Yeah, and Dan Severn was on that card as well. So they wanted that shoot-style MMA versus pro wrestling type style of matches. So Barnett fits perfectly in that style. Now, now Gresham's facing Masashi Takada, and he's another um, big Japan pro wrestling deathmatch guy. So that he's that's interesting that he's on this card because I don't know if he's really a shoot-style guy. Um, that'll be That's an interesting matchup. Hideki Suzuki versus Timothy Thatcher. They're both super, super catch style wrestling. I'm I don't like the tech the super technical. I'm not a big Timothy Thatcher fan. He's had a couple matches I like. Um, I hear Hideki Suzuki is very much like him. He's also big Japan pro wrestling as well. Killer Cross versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. I'm excited about this match because I'm a I'm a big Davy Boy Smith Jr. fan. He's doing good stuff with in with MLW and the Hart Foundation, and then he's part of the Killer Elite Squad in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Killer Cross is an impact guy. I hear a lot of good things about Killer Cross. Do you do you do you like Killer Cross? Um, 
I don't dislike him, but I wouldn't say he's got my attention. Um, okay. I know, I know Impact really likes him. Uh, I think he'll have a good match with David Boy Smith Jr. I think David, David Boy Smith Jr. is awesome as well. Like like I said before, I've been watching MLW. That New Heart Foundation is incredible. And uh, he's awesome. It'll be a fun match to watch for sure. Uh, Suzuki is trained by Billy Robinson. So he's that catch wrestling like Thatcher. I agree with you. I think it's you have to be really talented to do that kind of stuff, but it's not the funnest thing to watch. Um, Some Brent, people are really into it, though. Some people prefer this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, – it's like Deathmatch. You know, it's the same thing. It's got a niche audience. But um, should be a fun show. We got to move on. We got so many shows to cover. Okay. Um, the last GCW show, Orange Cassidy. So there's another promotion I can't think of right now. Um, they had to back out, and GCW took the time slot over, and they're calling it Orange Cassidy's um, something happened or something like that. I don't know. It's an Orange Cassidy show, and it's, it's got Orange Cassidy's doing something or whatever. Yeah, which is basically how he wrestles. But um, <laughs> it's got Johnson Gresham versus Shinjiro Otani, which is awesome. Hey, that that match was that match was already on the card of that previous show. Okay, and they just kept it? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because it doesn't really fit with the rest of the matches. Um, they have a one-minute time limit match, Chuck Taylor versus Trent. How pumped are you? <laughs> That's going to be amazing. A one-minute time limit match. Um, a 5 o'clock somewhere, last person standing match, Session Moss versus Nate Webb. Hey, are the, is the Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett song, are they going to play that? <laughs> I think Alan Jackson will be there doing the song live, just like oh Joan Jett at WrestleMania. Oh, my gosh. Um, Ultraman is Black versus Nick, Nick Gage, and something called Teddy Hart's Reading Rainbow. I have no idea what that is. But how pumped are you for it? Oh, I'm so excited. I met Teddy Hart in person, and I've watched a lot of his shoot, shoot interviews, man. He is... If you don't know Teddy Hart, he's someone you need to look up. And, and uh, hearing something called Teddy Hart's Reading Rainbow, I've never been so intrigued in my life. Uh, people, what you said, people need to people need to research Teddy Hart, find every type of article there is on him. There's been lots of news on Teddy Hart. They need to read. They need to listen to every shoot interview they can possibly find on Teddy Hart. And he <laughs> he is that. Like we're talking, going back to Spring Break two, Teddy Hart. In that show was one of my highlights of Spring Break too. Finally getting seen live. Yeah, he's actually, you know, he was somebody who was a mess for a long time, and I, I would say he's turned himself around pretty good. Yeah, he he worked the Spring Break show last year. Joe Joe Janela really, you know, hooked him up. He does MLW now. They have the Heart Foundation gimmick, and I think he's doing really well now. And um, he's a uh, He's a what you would call a character for sure. This yep. show, this is a this isn't your traditional wrestling show. This Orange Cassidy show is oh, gonna be a lot of comedy spots, but I feel like it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, absolutely, I, I am so looking forward to all four of these shows. I'm very intrigued by every single one of them. No, I agree. I'm very excited about the GCW shows, but also there's an Impact Wrestling show. Um, you can talk about what you want. I think the main stuff out of this is the Lucha Brothers versus Rob Van Dam and Sabu. Oh, my goodness. There's a Monster Ball match, Sammy Callahan versus Jimmy Havoc, and Tessa Blanchard is fighting Joey Ryan. I think those are the main things out of that show. LAX is fighting Ricky Martinez and Loki. Yeah, which will be interesting because, um, you know, um, Loki, a lot of people love Loki, and 
like I said, I love LAX. So that should be a pretty good show. But uh, I think Lucha Roses with Rob Van Dam still do is very interesting. Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking. I, I hope I can see that. That's on the Fight Fest. Yeah. Um, MLW has two shows. They have a TV taping that's going to have LA Park versus Pentagon, um, a tables match between the Hart Foundation and the Dynasty, and Tom Waller versus Jimmy Havoc in a street fight for the MLW Heavyweight Championship. They're also running a Battle Riot show, which is a Royal Rumble-style match. Um, it already has a bunch of people announced for it. Pentagon, Davey Boyceman Jr., Minora Tanaka, MJF, um, Teddy Hart, Low-Key, Brian Pillman Jr., Phoenix, L.A. Park. I mean, there's a lot, Sammy Callahan. There's a lot of guys in this thing. And there's also a middleweight championship match, Teddy Hart versus Ace Austin. Um, this is a good opportunity for you, for someone to watch, start watching MLW. I'm a big Ace Romero fan. Yeah, he's in that as well. He's in that as well. And he's also, Parker, go ahead. Uh, Ace Romero is also fighting on the uh, TV taping, I believe. Yes, he is. He's on the TV tape and gets Joseph Samuel, but I'm not very familiar with him. And there's a redneck character named Mance Warner who's hilarious, and he's going to I wanted to get shows. your thoughts on here, him because he's got a lot of buzz right now. I think he's great. Um, his, his promos are really good, and you can tell that it's not a scripted promo. He's just going off the fly. He did commentary for a match last week with Jim Cornette, and those two together were hilarious. Um, he had a – he had a he had a, a death match against LA Park that I thought was very good. Um, he's kind of like a poor man's Stone Cold Steve Austin, I guess is the best way to describe him. He's got he's, like this shaved head too, right? Yeah, he's obviously not as talented as Stone Cold, but he's that redneck who drinks beer and you know doesn't care about anybody. Court yep. Bauer's really good at finding up and coming talent, but then AEW or WWE still immediately. He also comes out to Daddy's Farm by Shooter Jennings. Are you serious? Yeah, that's his ring entrance music. Oh, my gosh. He's top 10 all time for me already. <laughs> okay, so moving on. The Evolve show. Um, Austin Theory versus Kyle O'Reilly for the championship. Should be an awesome match. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are on the show. They're in separate matches. Montez Ford against Shane Strickland. Angelo Dawkins against Colby Carino, who's Steve Carino's son. And Darby Allen is also on this show. Um, I would just recommend watching Austin Theory versus Kyle O'Reilly if you have a chance. And Theory, Theory's only twenty-one years old. He's he's going to be he's going to be in WWE in no time. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if there's already something there. Um, he's an Atlanta guy, so we see him pretty regularly in this area. And versus Kyle O'Reilly, I'm, he's a good. Theory's a very good worker, so him versus Kyle O'Reilly is going to be super cool. Montez Ford, I saw him at an Evolve show, him and Angelo Dawkins a, about a month ago, and I, I I think Montez Ford could be a star in WWE. He's got a lot of charisma. Yeah, he's um, got a lot of charisma, and that he had that crowd going. He had the crowd going crazy. I think Austin Theory is another up-and-comer who a lot of people love right now. Um, and Kyle O'Reilly, I love his work, so I'm excited about, about that. What about AR Fox? Do you love his work? I love his movies. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who get that joke, I don't know how many will. But, uh, okay, so those are the main shows I would think that we're excited about. But I do want to just quickly talk about some other stuff. If you get a chance, some interesting things are happening. 
There's only a couple shows on Wednesday, but I will say that UPWA has a show that Stars and Stripes is booked on. Oh my gosh. Who is kidding me? Who's Buff Bagwell and the Patriot? For those of you who don't know, which is incredible. They're also they're also doing a Chris Masters Master Lock challenge on that show. And there's some AEW talent there too. Some of Jamie's favorites, Sonny Kiss and Nala Rose. Yeah, they're on that show as well. Um, WrestlePro's doing a show on Wednesday as well. It has Santino Morella and Colt Cabana versus the Heavenly Bodies, and also uh, Hornswoggle and the Blue World Order is on that show. I hear Swoggle Swoggle's in a street fight in the show. Swoggle's going to Swoggle. He's on a lot of shows. He's on every show. I think he is. He's on a million shows. Okay, so Thursday, um, independentwrestling.tv family reunion has Orange Cassidy versus Jonathan Gresham. We talked about how, like, they're two of the hottest guys of the weekend. That should be interesting. Um, Destiny Fight Club Pro are doing a joint show. Um, They have a six-man tag that's CCK and Kyle Fletcher versus Amazing Red, Puma King, and Robbie Eagles, which I think is very interesting. Robbie Eagles, you'll be hearing him a lot if you're a New Japan pro wrestling fan. Yeah. Um, WXW is running a show over here, which, you know, they they have a lot of hype, that promotion. Um, and NYWC, a matter of pride. This is Jamie's. This is going to be Jamie's. Yeah, this is Jamie's favorite show. It's basically an LGBTQT, or however you say it now, themed show. It's got Sonny Kiss and Nyla Rose. It's got a big gay street fight. Effie versus Billy Dixon. It's got a gay wedding officiated by Terry Runnels and a, <laughs> and a Chris Canyon Memorial Battle Royal. This is all real. Um, Interspecies Wrestling Boner Jam 4, oh which is God. the name of a real show, is headlined by a death match where fans bring their own Legos. Um, Nick, Nick Gage and Matt Tremont are on this. They're death match guys, but What's interesting about what the hell is going on over there? I don't know the world's falling apart. Um, this is interesting because Lego actually sent them a cease and desist order because the ma- the match was booked as fans bringing on Legos for the death match, um, which is hilarious. Yeah, I got I got ex- I was excited about hearing that, and then you gave me the news that it wasn't going to happen. Well, I think it's still booked. They're just not allowed to promote it. So I don't know. I don't know how cease and desist works. So, did you not uh, watch being the elite? <laughs> yeah, but they kept doing the two sleep. They just blocked it out. So I guess the Legos are going to be like digitized. There's a food fight on this show too. <laughs> uh, DDT Pro has a show here. If you've never seen a DDT show, it's insane. Um, Joey Ryan, Colt Cabana, all the comedy wrestlers are going to be on that show, and the Japanese guy. It's going to be a legit DDT show, which. Bob, you can explain better than me, but it's not your normal wrestling. It's wacky. It's very wacky, and um, I'm just going. I'm just going to throw this out there. There is a small chance that Omega or Abushi show up to this show. I'm just saying, small chance. There you go. Um, so that's Thursday, Friday. Takara has a show. That's also a wacky promotion. If you're into that kind of stuff, um, IPW UK has a barroom brawl: James Storm versus Jimmy Havoc. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's very hilarious to me. Black Label Pro Adventures in Wrestling has Nick Gage, a convicted murderer, deathmatch wrestler, versus Hornswoggle. This is this is Hornswoggle's last. Well, he's still got Fox Steiner too. 
It's going to be a long weekend for Hornswoggle. Um, it's also got Orange Cassidy versus Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer, so that'll be awesome. Um, How's that going to go? Alvarez is a legit like black belt MMA dude, and he's been wrestling for a while. I'm looking so, forward to this mat. I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that's a cool show. It's also got Gresham versus Masato Yoshino, which uh, – where is he from? Is he from that's uh, the, that's Dra- Dragon, Dragon Gate? Gate. He's yeah, a Dragon okay. Gate guy. And he's and one of their bigger guys. Manny Fernandez is on that show too. Who I don't know when the last time he wrestled, but he was big in the 80s. Sammy, Sammy, Gu- Gu- how do you say the AEW guy? That Guerva is yeah. with Robbie Eagles as well. Yeah, that's going to be a really fun show, I think. Um, Stardom has a show. If you don't know Stardom, they like all these women that WWE and AEW and everyone is signing, they come from Stardom. It's like the top women's thing in the world. You're talking about Oscar, Kyrie Sane, Aho Shahir, Shahara, Tony Storm, all those are. Yeah, Bay Priestley. All these great women wrestlers that you see now, they came from stardom. Um, Joey Ryan's – I can't even say it. I started laughing. Joey Ryan's penis party. Wiener. It, uh, Joey Ryan's wiener party. We're going to be PG because ball's on. Uh, Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison versus the Lucha Brothers. David Arquette versus Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Ryan, Sexy Eddie, and Val Venus versus Session Moth, Priscilla Kelly, who's the tampon girl. And Scarlett Bordeaux from Impact. Would you watch that match? I would watch this whole show. I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, they're definitely going to do a tampon penis spot. What is David Arquette versus Timothy Thatcher going to be like? God, I have no idea, but it's very intriguing. Um, Black Pac, Crab- is, Pac is out, right? Of everything. Yeah, so Pac, any show that Pac was supposed to be on, his visa didn't clear, and he's not allowed to come, so... If you bought a ticket to one of his shows, I'm sorry. Um, Black Black, Wrestling next? Yeah, Black Wrestling. It has Pentagon versus Simon Grimm. It also has a six-person match. Teddy Hart, Phoenix, Matt Cross, Luchasaurus, who is the wrestler who was on Big Brother, and Mecha Wolf, who I've watched down here in Miami, who does like 540 splashes and all kind of crazy stuff. That match is going to be insane. Hey, um, Masada Tanaka is fighting Chris Dickinson on that too. Yeah, and Chris Dickinson, I heard, is insane. Um, Jimmy Havoc's on that show. Uh, Sarah Knight, who is Paige's mom, right? She's on that show. Oh, really? Gang- yeah, Gangrel's on that show. Um, Sammy Callahan, OVE, are on that show. It's going to be a crazy night. Um, and then Saturday, House of Glory has Loki and LAX versus Pentagon, Great Muda, and Tajiri. Oh, my goodness. And Phoenix versus Amazing Red. That is crazy. So there's a casket match too. Yeah, so that's everything. If it sounds rushed, it's because we are trying to rush it. There's just so much to cover. But Bob, real quick before I let you go, tell me what you're most excited for over the whole weekend. I, I just think Swaggle is just going to go on a tear this whole weekend, and he's going to. Um, I can see him being re-signed by WWE. Probably kind of similar to what Drew McIntyre has done. I, I just see that happening with him this this weekend. Yeah, which by the way, I forgot. I, I sk- actually split, skipped uh, AIW Slumber Party Massacre, which has Mance Warner versus Nick Gage and Swaggle versus Scott Steiner. That's that, that's the match that's going to put Swaggle over. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. Um, so you're looking forward to Swaggle. <laughs> I'm 
I'm looking forward to all the GCW shows, the penis party, and the um, wiener party. The wiener party and the uh, Black Label Pro show is going to be incredible. That does sound good. Um, before I let you go, I'm going to ask everyone I do segments with this. I want you to say one thing you're excited for about WrestleMania. About WrestleMania? I do, dude, I'm excited that I don't even know what's on the card. Well, I was excited to not watch a nine-hour show in the rain. <laughs> All right, Bob. I want to thank you for coming back on with us, man. Hey, man. I'm glad and, to be uh, back on. Please have me oh. on again. All right, so there you have it. Um, episode one of our two-part WrestleMania preview in the books. Jamie, uh, of course, we got to hear your thoughts on TakeOver, but like we said, you were working, hanging out with Roadkill. You weren't able to join us for our the WrestleMania portion. Um what do you have anything you wanted to add for the WrestleMania preview? Um, it's gonna be a long weekend, man. Uh, how many matches? 18 predicted 18 as of right now, and we still have a few days or almost a week to go. We have 14 official, 18 predicted. Um, because yeah. 14 official, but. The two tag title matches haven't been announced. Supposedly a John Cena match. So maybe 17 or 18, but yeah, it's going to be a long ass show. But I'm actually glad you brought that up because I did some research and went and looked at every WrestleMania, how many matches were on every WrestleMania. And um, there have, last year was 14. Two years ago, they had 13, but a lot of years they had 12. Yeah. And actually, WrestleMania 4 had 16, but that was the tournament. Yeah, that's a title tournament. So WrestleMania 6 had 15. WrestleMania 7 had 15. And out of all the WrestleManias, the average is 10.7 matches. Damn. So, well, I mean, I cared about those 15 matches at WrestleMania 6. I cared about all 15 of them. Yeah, well, what's crazy is WrestleMania 28 through 31 – was nine nine eight and nine. I don't know why you can't keep them short like that. And like back when it was really popular, you know, like WrestleMania twelve seven thirteen eight fourteen eight. Those are some of the best WrestleManias. So well, twelve had to be seven because it was the Iron, the Iron Man. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I don't know. The thing I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to two things the most. One of them you're gonna, it's gonna blow your mind. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing. Batista back in the ring again. Hell yeah. Regardless of what. So is that, so is that train conductor. He knew, Yeah, he, Batista's he knew probably that. driving that train. Yeah, he's probably driving that train. I mean, he's a badass. Um, it's, I mean, it's not been that bad, except for, you know, sometimes when they talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. Is it Matt, is it Matt Hardy fighting Rey Mysterio? No, Samoa Joe. Or Samoa Joe's fighting Rey Mysterio. That might be a pretty – why did I say Matt Hardy? Because there's no way to know what's happening. Um, so that might be good. But I mean... <laughs> Matt Hardy's in the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he has a – because that's what you put where nobody cares about anybody. Uh, thank God, you know, Braun Strowman is around. But um, Thank God Saturday, thing... Saturday Night Live is in the Battle Royal. Yeah, thank God. Uh-huh. The other thing I'm looking forward to is, you know, this is the, we have no Undertaker this year, uh, supposedly. I guess still, you never know. But it, 
it'll just be nice to not, I don't know, just to not have to watch WrestleMania immediately just to see Undertaker. Uh, and he's not going to have to have some bullshit squash or terrible match. Um, I don't know. I'm just happy that he finally has decided to be done. Yeah, I know um, it's going to be a long-ass show, man. Um, we'll see what happens with it. Almost impossible to watch live. Oh, it's impossible to watch live. I mean, there's no goddamn way. I don't know. What time does it even start? I think like six, five or six. Probably go till. Oh, I mean, it's, pro- I think, projected for hours, but realistically, probably go about nine if you include the pre show. What'll probably happen is I'll just turn it on at my house and I'll work and then I'll go out and come back. And whenever every I watch walk by the TV, I'll see what's happening. I mean, I'll probably just spot watch my matches. For yeah. The, you know. I mean, you can, you're not going to be able to go nine hours without working. Yeah, that's for sure. Easily. I mean, I'm going to, I'll be working. I'll be doing some computer work or something. Right. Um, so you weren't able to join me and Andy either, but, um, we talked a lot about the spring break shows and the, the other sh- smaller shows throughout the weekend. I know you're really excited for Hornswoggle versus Steiner. Yeah, that's I cannot wait for that. To me, that's match of the weekend. I mean, Hornswoggle is fighting Steiner, and on another day, he's fighting Nick Gage, who's a convicted murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Hornswoggle's stepping up his game. It's time, uh, time for him to... It's time for him to die. Yeah. Time for him to move up to the main event. Um, I can't wait for Hornswoggle uh, Steiner. When we found that out, I was super excited. Uh, there's nothing finer than Scott Steiner. Um, yeah, and also, you know, Invisible Stan is on the loose. Yeah, Invisible Stan is what a motherfucker, man. Yeah, he's on the loose. He's headed for New Jersey. That's a rumor. And I just heard today that the Invisible Man. They someone went to his grave to pay tribute, and the grave is dug up. Yep, it's dug up, and it's. I think we're gonna have. I I hope, I hope Invisible Man is alive. I hope, I hope he fights Invisible Stan. I'd love to see that match, and I'd love to see Joey Janela ref that match. <laughs> um, I think it would be that would be absolutely phenomenal, and he could pull that off. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that as well. It's yeah, gonna be. I'd, I'd like let him go about thirty minutes. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Um, this is the first WrestleMania me and Jamie haven't gone to in quite a long time, probably four or five years. years. <laughs> Twenty years. Yeah. yeah so, like, <laughs> I'll say realistically, four or five years, and Jamie just goes twenty years. <laughs> Yeah, our, our first Mania, WrestleMania 15. I remember it well, but um, yep, it was a good one. <laughs> no, yeah, this is our first one we're taking a break from, and well, we got too many big shows this year for the podcast. Yeah, we're so we're so goddamn busy, man. It's it's too popular. I mean, we both. I mean, you you work for the country, and I I work to save you know the restaurant industry and make. I don't know. We just have a lot going on, and we do this podcast. Thousands of listeners. I mean, yeah, and we're in the gym training. We're both in the gym training, climbing we're the in walls, the gym two, three hours a day. I mean, I can't even. It's crazy how much, how good we are at at maximizing art day compared to everyone else. All those, all you couch sitters, 
All you fat, lazy sweat hogs out there. Yeah, it makes me sick to sick. think about all these people. But yeah, oh well. Speaking of all up on myself. Yeah. Speaking of all you people that make us throw up, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> uh, yeah it's been a real pleasure to be here in front of you yeah we hope you like the preview we're gonna hopefully get a good review show where we can recap everything and um continue to look out for us we're on twitter we're on instagram we're on youtube we're on itunes we're on spotify tell your friends facebook page coming um yeah that's it man we'll see you guys uh it's pretty pretty close we've yeah, been building it's close. scratch uh might be coming with uh with the you know we might be launching it our facebook page with a major you never know stars, so, so yeah we'll see Look, be on the lookout man thanks for listening tell your friends we'll see you next time